Welcome back, everybody. Season 3, episode 40 of the Hashtag 59 podcast. Mike and Amy, as always, are here, co-founders of Hashtag 59, and we are exploring the United States of America's 50 states, one episode at a time this season. We're doing this to give you outdoor adventure ideas, fun facts, and random tips for all 50 states in America, because we believe that adventure is everywhere. Today, we head to Tennessee, and Amy, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Excellent. Welcome to Tennessee. Yes, and I was going to let everyone know I really like Tennessee. It's a lot to do there. Yeah. And we start by each of us uh, sharing little some little fun facts about uh, the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. Yeah. So, so go ahead. Well, maybe you should go first. Oh, yeah, I'll lead it in. So it okay. is. So Great Smoky Mountains is the most visited, far and away. Actually, if you look at the statistics, far and away of the United States sixty-two national parks, which is pretty amazing considering places like Yellowstone and Yosemite and some of the visitor. Visitor ratios that they get there, I think. Yeah, but do you know why I bet it's the most visited? No, I don't. Why? Because you don't have to pay to go in. Ah. It's the only national park where you do not have to pay a fee. I also felt like it has... The East Coast is just so much more densely populated. And there's just so many... Like, even like Yellowstone does have crazy tourism, but it's hard to get there. Yeah. Smokies are just kind of smack dab in the middle of Tennessee, nearby a lot of different cities, and it's free. Yeah. And it also goes into North Carolina, which yes. we talked about yes. on our in North fact, Carolina podcast. More of it is in North Carolina. Yes. But everybody thinks of Tennessee as like having the Smoky Mountains, I think. Yeah, it's true. So what's your fun fact? So my fun fact fact is that conifer forests similar to those in Canada are actually found in the higher elevations of the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. Well, we can't go to Canada right now, but we can, I guess, you can go to <laughs> Tennessee if you live there. There we go. Although, are the Smoky Mountains open right now? Uh, I don't think they are, but, okay. you know, but hopefully yeah. by the time this, hopefully by the time this airs, it's there. Yeah, let's, fingers crossed. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's start talking then. Uh, actually, let's just stick with the topic of... Do you want me to talk? Yeah, yeah. you want me to start with that? Go ahead. Yeah, so, um, one of my outdoor adventures actually is Smoky Mountain National Park, and, um, I suggest taking a hike on a portion of the Appalachian Trail, which, if you didn't know that, the Appalachian Trail does go through, um, Great Smoky Mountain National Park, and uh, when you're on it, you're actually on the border of both, um, North Carolina and Tennessee, so the hike that I did, that you can also do, is to a stone outcrop called Charles Bunyan. Uh, so it's a four-mile moderate hike, so it's eight miles round trip. Uh, it is, I would say it's moderate to a little bit hard. Um, that when I was there, people were doing trail runs up it, which I thought was crazy, but hey, you know, you do you. Um, but it, it, it actually... Uh, goes along the North Carolina Tennessee um, state line, and you're hiking north away from Clingman Stone, and you're going to climb 
uh, more than 1,600 feet in elevation. It is a gradual gain. That's a good. That's a good chunk of elevation for four miles. Uh, yes, it is. Um, it it was it was a it was a it was a good hike. It, yeah. it took all day, but it was a good hike. Yeah. I love, you know, the Smokies has a, a lot of different areas. I made my first trip there in about 20 years in October and had a great time. Yeah. Uh, the other thing you will notice a lot about the Smoky, the Smokies is there's a lot of people at all of the, like, outlooks, like the drive-up little spots, but yeah. there's not a ton of people on all the um, trails, I would say. No, yeah. It, well, it's being, <laughs> yeah, which is... Yeah, you get off the get ten feet off the trail. It's like the Grand Canyon, and you can, yes. you can be by yourself. What's that stat for the Grand Canyon? Like, only two percent of people go fifteen feet below the below the rim in the Grand Canyon, but of oh. the, of that two percent, half go to the bottom or something like that. It's some kind of wild. Oh, movement. that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, I've only been to the North Room. I've never been to the South Room. And the North Room is not as many people go there. Yeah. That's so. a good claim to fame. You and my mom have that current, yeah. current statue yes. right now. He and Mike's mom. <laughs> <laughs> North Room only. Okay, let's stay, let's stay in Tennessee, though. Uh, yes. My, my first one is take a cave tour and also go to a concert underground via Bluegrass Underground at the Cumberland Ca Caverns in Pelham, Tennessee. This is a both a underground, obviously underground. It's a cave that has an underground music venue. You can tour the cave and the caverns, and it's in the middle of nowhere. And in addition to that, uh, the acoustics lend itself in one of the big cave rooms for excellent music. Went and saw a great show. Jill had been wanting to go there forever. And oh, nice. Yeah, we went to see... I don't even remember who the main act was, but we actually bought the vinyl of the opener, which the, I still listen to it. The band's great. They're called Shell. It's four sisters from Fort Collins, Colorado. Huh. So, kind of a neat, interesting way to combine a little... Uh, little exercise with some fun times and like they have ah. chairs in there and uh yeah it's a it's a neat experience awesome that sounds like fun yeah it is a very good time yeah we're gonna go to my grandparents residence it looks like next yeah, so um, I spent a long weekend in Knoxville one time, and I actually really enjoyed it. And while I was there, I visited the iJams Nature Center. Um, so there's 315 acres of protected land near Knoxville. It's not that far outside of the city. I mean, I think it's like maybe three miles. So there's actually 12 miles of trails. There's a rock climbing area, and there's also um, a quarry, Meads Quarry Lake, where you can do swimming, kayaking, or canoeing. Is there a, ro is there a ropes course there, too? Yes. I was just yeah. going to say, there's also a crazy ropes course. I think I took pictures of it. I'll have to try and find them, but yeah. What, one of my friends uh, was down there in September or October and did the ropes course and said it was great. Yeah. It's a really cool, like area 
Um, and then when you're in Knoxville, you have a whole bunch of other stuff to do because they have these really cool breweries everywhere. Um, there's some like little shops and awesome food. So to, yeah. to shout out to Tomato Head Pizza. I love yes, that. That did is I that? good pizza. Yeah, there. I did. Good pizza. Yeah, uh, Knoxville's a great little advent, you know, small town or small city, big yeah. town that has some great outdoor adventures right outside its window. And I think that they have something from a World's Fair too, don't they? They do. They do See? have a- Where, When did we talk about the World's Fair? That was like a couple episodes ago. They have this, I mean, it's like every World's Fair structure. Yeah. <laughs> It's like this, it's just this big glowing ball and it's so in like the middle of their downtown and it yeah. kind of sticks out like a sore thumb. Yeah. It's very strange. But anyways. Well, my next one is uh, the hiking up to the famous Cumberland Gap Mountain Pass inside of Cumberland Gap National Historical Park. <laughs> it's uh, one of the most famous, iconic, I mean, it's... What made it famous was, uh, what is the name of that song? Do you know that song that I'm talking about? Which song? I'm going to look it up right here. Hold on just a sec. It's one of the most famous um, mountain passes, though, in the entire, I would say, southwest to northeast region, like really east of the Mississippi. And it was made famous by David Rollins, Lonnie Donegan, the 400 unit, uh, the South Carolina String Band, Flat and Scruggs, all Pete Seeger, all people who've sang about the Cumberland Gap folk song from in the Appalachian region. region. Oh, I don't know so, if I've ever heard this song. Yeah, Woody Guthrie's done it as well so there's just tons of different uh covers and takes on it so it's a very very famous region great hiking and that is uh not for the faint of heart either the exact um, stats no. on that are 1600 feet elevation as you or, or if you take it from a different route, 2,400 feet of elevation if you're leaving from the trailheads inside the National Historical Park. Yikes. So, yeah. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. And you're going to stick with the Cumberland theme, which is kind of, that's a re, like a big overlapping region of the state of Tennessee. Yes. Yes. So I wanted to um, look at like some of the state parks, and so this one is South Cumberland State Park, and it's located just outside of Chattanooga, and it actually offers more than ninety miles of backpacking with twelve campgrounds. Um, and one of the places to check out is the popular Fiery Gizzard, which is a twelve and a half mile one way trail. So it provides um, scenic outlooks and waterfalls. But it sounds like it might be like an overnighter. It also sounds like it has an awesome name. Yes, exactly. The Fiery Gizzard. <laughs> That's my kind of hiking trail. 
Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like something that you would want to do. Yeah. So I followed your theme of the state parks and my final outdoor adventure is the, one of the more recent additions to Tennessee state park system. You can go wildflower and bird watching, birding, there's river islands, there is hiking, mountain biking, or boating in the French Broad River in Knox County for the French Broad River State Park. Oh, cool. It has some of the state's most impressive species of birds, according to to the Tennessee State Park system, of course. That's awesome. So, a little bit of everything. I mean, it's not a very big state, but it's really filled with some neat stuff. Yeah, and we didn't even talk about Nashville. No, and you know what else? <laughs> Speaking of Nashville, we didn't talk about Memphis or Bonnaroo Music Festival. Oh, see? People, there's other things to do, too. So Tons of stuff to do. We'll get Maybe we have ten things for you to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So what is your? Uh, actually, you are gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna bring in a little bit of Nashville. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna bring it in. So my uh, pop culture. It's not really an outdoor item, but whatever. Um, Nashville's Grand Old Opry is the longest continuously running live radio program in the world. So it broadcasts every Friday and Saturday night since 1925. I've not seen a show there, but I have toured the Opry. Oh. Uh, we were supposed to see one, and we ended up not seeing it. But, yeah. I did a day in Nashville where I toured the Opry, went to a record store on Record Store Day. It's right about, isn't, like, Record Store Day normally, like, right around right now, I think? I think it already happened, but, yeah. yeah. Uh, we're recording this in April. And uh, you, we it was in the parking lot of a record store in Tennessee, and we saw... The Avid, the Avid Brothers play, and oh, yeah. like two other two other huge bands, Black Joe Lewis and the Honey Bears, and Del McCurry. Uh, I mean, there was like seventy five of us there, and we got to see all those bands. I feel like you told me this story before. Did yeah, you? Probably. It was a okay. it was a nice it was a nice experience in Nashville. That's awesome. So. Uh, yeah. my, my fun fact is another place to go we didn't even talk about is the world famous Barclays Marathon, which is well known as the it's the hardest, far and away voted the hardest trail run in the entire world. It takes place in Frozen Head State Park near Wartburg, Tennessee. This race hasn't had a finisher since 2017. <gasps> yeah. And Why? It, uh, it's so hard. So it is wow. a, it is a sick, it, the loop, you do a loop. First of all, only, um, about a hundred people run it. You, the start is not known. The starting time, he blows a conch shell between midnight and noon. At some point you have to be ready to go within an hour of when he blows the conch shell. Oh, really? And each lap is over a marathon. And they, it gains enough elevation and <clears throat> descent in each one that if you complete the five loops, it's the same as going up to Mount Everest and down from sea level. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, and, and along the way, you have to find, uh, there's, no, there's no marked trail the entire course, and you have to find uh, 
pay, you get a number, your bib number matches a books that he hides in the woods, and you have to find what? The, yeah the corresponding book. That number. is crazy. Yeah, the it typically the people who have finished it typically takes them about sixty hours. <laughs> yeah. So the the race is uh, kindly known as the race that eats its young or where dreams go to die. It's not open to the public. You have to be running a crew there to go take part in it. But it's like Tennessee has all sorts of weird, random stuff like this. That's really funny. So, yeah. Who are you bringing as your tour guide? Well, I'm going to bring Dolly Parton. Love it. I was going to bring her, but since you're already bringing her, I'm going to bring my grandparents. (laughs) And I'm going to bring the founder of the Barclays, Lazarus Lake Cantrell, because he is a crazy dude, obviously. Uh, but he's a kid in the and documentary. Then, and, and and then you can be invited to the marathon, right? I'm hoping. I would love to go see that. Fingers crossed. Yes. And what are you packing for your trip? I guess I'll just pack my banjo. I'll just go all country on everyone. I like it. Dolly would that I don't it. That I don't know how to play. <laughs> Dolly could play for us, though, I bet. That's true. That's a good point. So since we're bringing Lazarus, the founder of the Barclays, I'm gonna you. We have to bring a license plate because if you show up for the race without a license plate from whatever state or country you're from, you're denied entry. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Man, so, there's a lot of uh, a lot of rules here. A lot of rules. A lot of rules. Yeah. So lots to do in Tennessee. I think uh, I don't. I didn't. I wasn't sleeping on the state, but um, for how small it is, there is a ton of outdoor adventure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And lots of there. Really, there is lots I, of really cool. I, I found too. so much stuff. I was like, I was like holding myself back, kind of. Tennessee, where where you have to hold your outdoor adventures back because there's so many. <laughs> I like it. All right, that's all we have for today's episode. Uh, you know, don't hold yourself back when you start planning your trip to Tennessee. Go, go all in. Uh, but hopefully, <laughs> you got some good tips and ideas. If you like this podcast, subscribe, leave a review for us, and check out our website hashtag fifty nine dot com for past podcast seasons, hundreds of blogs, and upcoming outdoor events and team outings. Till next time, Mike and Amy signing off. <laughs>